Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Mel Custer podcast. It's been a hot minute. I'm not going to lie. I have, haven't recorded an episode in a little while, like mini life update. I got laryngitis again, and like I clearly need a voice to record a podcast. So that just kind of threw a spanner in the works. Plus, I've had heaps on. I've just been honestly just growing and expanding my mind so much. Lots of trainings, lots of courses, lots of um, investing in myself and my business. It's been so good, but it's kept me super busy as well. Been busy with the businesses, all three of them, my kids. Like Life has just been a ride lately. Lots of adventure, lots of fun, lots of play. It's it's been good, but it has been busy. So I haven't had the chance to record an episode. I did record a episode with one of my besties, Tals, the other day for her podcast. So I might even potentially, once that's released, if it's not at the time of posting this, I will potentially post that on here as well. But if not, you guys can jump over to her channel and listen to that. It was a really good conversation. Anyways, something that I ha- that has changed or that I have done since the last podcast is I started playing basketball. So I've joined a women's basketball team and my one of my other best friends is my is the captain, is like the coach, and they needed a player and I was like I actually want to play. I haven't played since grade 6. So I was like can I, I'll come and give it a go. So I went and had like a try out game, not a try out, like they were happy to have me, but like just to make sure I liked it. And I had so much fun and I just absolutely loved it. So I joined their team and I have been playing and this has really like unlocked a lot for me. And this is kind of what this episode is about, but I'm going to elaborate more on it. And that is firstly, it's so much fun. But secondly, I witnessed a hunger and like tenacity like I've never seen before. Like, honestly, I I went home after my first couple of games, I went home and I said to my husband, if women or, or humans in general went after their goals and their dreams the way that they did in after the ball in basketball which is with so much hunger, so much tenacity, there would be so many more successful, wealthy, happy, rich women in this world or humans in this world. Like honestly, the the I like tenacity is like literally the only word I can think. They just go all in. Like they just go for it. And I was like, how funny is it that like in a game of basketball they're, they can just go. They just go at it with so much passion, so much tenacity, so much hunger to win. Yet in life, so many women are not giving their goals and their dreams, like they're not going for them with that same amount of tenacity and hunger. And I had to really sit with this and think about it and decipher, okay, and almost reverse engineer, well, why? Why don't they? And what I came to realize is that in basketball, you get a a result or you get the instant gratification straight away. So you either get the ball or you don't. And you, you get that very quick hit of, you know, dopamine, validation, whatever you want to call it. 
Whereas with your goals and your dreams, you're going after it. Like, let's say you are going after it with tenacity and hunger. You're not getting the result instantly most of the time. Like, let's say 95% of the time, 99% of the time, you're not getting an instant result. Your goals and your dreams are something that you have to keep going at with tenacity and hunger without any evidence that it's working. And it's it's like, I, I really think that, you know, we, I see this this energy of from women firsthand and I and I was doing it as well and I was really like holy shit like look how fucking like look how much go they have in them towards this ball and then it comes to their dreams and businesses and goals and whatever it is and I'm going to use a couple of examples today but it's like they, it comes to that and then it's like they give up or they just kind of, you know, have a, have a tantrum that it's not working or like that doesn't happen in basketball. Like in basketball, you're just eyes on the prize for 40 minutes. Your fucking eyes are on that ball. It's you're going, you're not stopping. It's, it's just happening. So if we treated our businesses, our, our goals, our dreams, the way that we did that ball, like we would actually just have so many more, just so many more successful women. I just can't, like, it just blows my mind. And I was, when I was sitting with it, I was like, what this really comes down to is a lack of patience. And that's what this episode is about. It's about patience. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear this. And I am someone who like, honestly identifies as an impatient person, but having a coaching business, especially especially has really built my patience because in most businesses, you don't get instant results as soon as you start investing or as soon as you open your business. And I'm going to give you an example. When I owned my hair salon, Lasara, I was really passionate and I really, when I first started getting into like the well-being and mindfulness and mindset and all of that sort of stuff in, into that work, I actually created my own brand of gratitude journals and affirmation cards. Now, I had like a decent following, but like not not big, but I had like a strong clientele and I was like, for some reason, I just felt within my soul that like this was my path and that I was going to sell out of these books and that I was going to, you know, uh, out of these journals and um, gratitude cards and the, the two, they're the two things that I made. And I like designed them all myself. I got a graphic designer to make them, to make heaps of them, like 200 of each. And I truly thought, oh my God, I think I'm going to sell out of these. Anyway, I went in, in and made the website and like told everyone I was launching and all of that stuff. And I remember, it makes me laugh. And this is actually like low-key embarrassing but I remember sitting there and I was like I am gonna sell these out like this is it this is my moment this is where you know it's gonna happen this was my first like release first release I had spoken about it just a couple of times on Instagram and for some reason I thought I was gonna sell them out anyway I remember launch night came around and I launched and I think I maybe got about 10 or 15 orders. Now, having the emotional intelligence I have now, 
I would be so grateful for that. And I would be like, that is fucking amazing. But back then I didn't have the emotional intelligence that I have now. And I was so disappointed. I thought I was going to sell all 200. I thought I was going to be that girl that like puts the photo or the Instagram story of like the pile of like 200 packages on a kitchen, you know, like kitchen table that didn't happen. And, you know, they were well-priced and I, they were beautiful, amazing products. But at the end of the day, like I was a startup. I literally just created this brand and these products from scratch I had no brand awareness in that industry, like none. And I, for some reason, thought that I had had this real sense of entitlement. I'm not going to lie. And I've spoken about this before. And there's like a lot of people out there who are like, oh yeah, like I never came into my business with a sense of entitlement. Well, I did. (laughs) And I'm just going to put that out there. I came in into like most businesses that I've started with a sense of entitlement. To some degree, I feel like that's given me the confidence to actually do the thing, but I really had to quickly learn how to humble myself because the emotional intelligence like needed to be built and the only way to build that was to humble myself, but that's another story. So after this this launch, because it wasn't what I expected, I think I probably sold another three or four times on the Instagram page. And then I didn't really get many more sales. I would get the odd one or two here and there. I still have like a hundred of the journals sitting in our factory. And I, I got impatient. I lacked emotional intelligence. I got impatient. And because I didn't see the fruits of my labor straight away or within a short amount of time, I gave it up and I stopped. And I just put them in the salon and I just shut down the Instagram account and I stopped. And I see this happen so often with people where they have a goal, they have a dream, they're working towards something. And then it's like, they, they go into this like problem frequency where if they're not getting what they want, you know, within the time frame that their emotional intelligence can hold, then they have a tantrum or they just give up. Or they make it mean that they're doing something wrong or they're broken or maybe it's just not meant for them and then they give up. And I imagine there's this meme where this man is like mining for gold and he's like an inch away from the treasure, but he gives up. And it's like, you never know how close you are. And I I actually just feel that within my soul that you actually never know how close you are to all of your steps that are compounding over time and over time and over time actually paying off. You don't know when that is going to happen. And that's the beauty of life. And it teaches us patience. And this is something I have taken. It's taken me years to build my patience. It's been very, very tough at times, but I like the amount of times Last year, I wanted to give up my coaching business because it wasn't happening quick enough and whatever the thing. And it was just that I was like lacking that patience, but emotional intelligence. And I was in in a really entitled space. And where else people do this is like weight loss. Like I've just lost like little update. I've just lost 12 kilos since about October last year, but 10 kilos since has it been 10, eight, something like that since January. And 
I have been doing it in a really like, um, it's restrictive, but it's non-restrictive. Like obviously there's always some restriction when you're in a weight loss phase, but it's been very, very sustainable. Not, I don't want to say slow. I had a word for it. It's just been like a, a relaxed, sustainable way. So I've been in a deficit, but I've had like some weekends where I've been able to go out and have a couple of drinks or, you know, go out for dinners and stuff like that. So it's been like, I have been tracking 90, 98% of the time, 95% of the time, but then I've had a few weekends away and stuff like that where I've enjoyed myself. So my results have come slower than they could have, but I've been okay with that. And this is like the patience thing, right? This is where I really realized that I've built my patience muscle a lot because previously when I've been in fat loss phases, I have wanted to just go hard and then stop and just live my life. And I wanted that quick, instant, like weight loss results. So I would do like 12 week challenges and stuff like that. And how did that work out for me? Well, I restricted so much that I ended up just fucking binging afterwards and living my best life in quotations. And then I would put the weight back on and be back at square one again. So what I knew I needed to do this time around was work with, oh, Siri, was work with my coach and actually build a different way that maybe most, uh, most coaches would do it to suit me. And I said to her, like, I'm patient. I'm fine to do this slow. I'm happy to commit to like this being like one year, two year, like I'm happy for it to be a long-term thing, but I want it to be a, 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 the, my way of life. Like this is not a, a quotations diet for me. This is a full fucking lifestyle change, changing the actual way I live my life to be a healthier, fitter, stronger person. And it's just worked so well but it's required patience. And this is the thing. A lot of people, they go into their weight loss journeys or their muscle building or whatever it is. And I'm just going to say it. I've been weight training for four years, five days a week for four years. Does everyone need to do that? To No. But what I'm saying is I've always looked at this as a long-term thing. Now, This can also be used as a cop-out and I'll talk about that in a second. But basically, like I have looked at this, I mean, like this is my life now. This is long-term. I'm not going to the gym for a short amount of time to just lose this much weight and then stop going to the gym and and like, you know, doing it from a place of like punishing myself or punishing my body. It's been from a place of love and like really the last two years mostly has been from a place of love and nourishment and, you know, like it's good for my mind, it's good for my body and it's good for my soul. And it's like, it's my time. I feel powerful, like all of the things. And so for me, it's been a, I don't want to say a slow burn because I've definitely got really good results, but it's just been something where like, I know that every step that I take towards my goals is compounding towards a bigger result. And it might be, you know, a hundred grams of weight loss, those that week or a kilo that week. But in the end, it all is getting me closer to my goal. And equally, as much as your steps forward compound, so do your steps backwards. So those times where I maybe did overeat or I did, you know, sabotage my progress a little bit, 
all of those little tiny things, those little, oh, maybe I will sleep in today and not go to the gym, which doesn't happen often for me, PS, because it's just, I actually enjoy going, but getting up and going to the gym is just not a, a problem that I choose to have. It's just my way of life. Like, it's not even, do I have to debate with my my own mind some mornings because it's cold? Yes, but it's never, I don't make it a problem. I'm just like, shut the fuck up, get up, you're going. Like, this is what you do. And I get up and yeah, I have much bigger problems than dragging my ass out of bed to go to the gym. Now, I want to add a side note as well with the slower, sustainable approach to my fat loss. I have had this thing where I've said to my coach, Tiles is my coach, um, I've said to her, this is a long-term thing, I'm happy to do this long-term, like this is my change of lifestyle and, you know, I'm happy for it to take as long as it takes. That can also be a limitation and I have noticed a couple of times, I, I constantly check in with myself where it's like, Am I using this as a limitation? Am I using, is this limiting me? Is this actually keeping me stuck? And there's been a couple of times where I've noticed that I've used that, oh, but I'm in it for the long term. Like all my steps are compounding to not take big steps and to not exercise uh, discipline and like pushing hard. And I do believe, you. I don't think you should push hard 24-7, but I do believe that there are times in your life where when you want results, you've got to work hard and you've got to implement discipline and, you know, really like be consistent as fuck. And what I noticed was that my mindset towards it being a long-term thing kind of gave me the mindset of like, oh, I've got forever and a day to do it. But really that can become a limitation because then the laziness can creep in. So what I really had to do was check in with myself and be like, okay, is there a part of me that's being actually lazy and and not pushing as hard as I could and not actually tapping into my potential because I'm using the long-term thing as the scapegoat? Like this is a long-term thing and all my things are compounding. Yes, that's true, but it's true until it becomes a limitation. And so I did notice a few times where it was becoming a limitation and I was potentially having laziness come up with my, you know, maybe not weighing this Nutella or, you know, like going out for drinks that weekend when I didn't actually have anything on. And it was kind of that like, oh, I'm just still living my best life. But then I was hindering my progress because I was using it as a cop out. So it's also really important, I think, to check in there. And that's not just with like your weight loss and stuff like that, but with anything, are you using the long-term, you know, it's a long-term thing and all of my results are compounding and I've got to be patient. That can also be used as a cop-out. So check in and be like, is this actually a limitation for me? And there are so many things that can be really, really helpful and really amazing that actually become a limitation. And honestly, like mindset coaching and business coaching and anything like that, even the most amazing, powerful tools can become a limitation. It's like with mindset coaching, what I see can happen sometimes is that people, they come in to start working on themselves and start, you know, working on their mindset and they then it actually ends up potentially becoming a limitation if they don't catch this. But what can actually happen is that they start solving all these problems, right? And and they that's why they probably come into 
being coached or you know doing workshops masterclasses programs whatever it is because they potentially have problems they want to solve but what happens is they've solved all these problems then they go looking for more and it's like when they can't find more problems then they start unconsciously creating problems so like anything check in if it's becoming a limitation I actually posted about this the other day, but like star signs, human design, manifestation. Okay. These are all things that are amazing tools. I love them. I talk about them all the time. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm like, I'm a fiery biash because I'm a Sagittarius, but I do not use it or blame it. So I don't use it as an excuse and I don't blame shitty behavior or, you know, toxic traits or patterns or whatever it is on my star sign. Human design. I'm a manifester. That kind of means that we have quite inconsistent energy and we, like, let's go with the the inconsistent energy thing, right? We actually have to wait, technically, if you're going to follow it by every step. They say, as a manifesto, you have to wait for your urges to come through and then you'll initiate those urges. I sat on a call with my mindset, my mindset, my business coach last year, and I said, I want to do a masterclass, but. I don't know what to do it on. Um, I'm just going to sit with it and I'm sure like my manifesto urge will come through and the topic will come up. And she was like, uh, no, like that is such a limitation. And she looked at me like I was, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I was like, holy shit. And I just like caught myself in that moment of like, oh wow, I almost just used my human design profile or whatever I am as a limitation as a cop-out to not move and to actually just stay stay in one place and to stay lazy, essentially. And so it's been really interesting for me to catch, like, where am I using things like that as a limitation? Even I'm very, very spiritual, so I was doing, like, tarot cards and oracle cards, and then I noticed that they were starting to become a limitation for me because I was, like, not sitting with not sitting with the space of not having answers. So if I was wondering within myself whether to do something or, you know, making a decision, I would ask my cards. And then it was like, that is such a limitation because I'm actually stopping myself from sitting with space and time of not knowing and then finding the answer within myself. That That's going to kill your self-trust, right? It's going to kill your self-trust because you're not finding the answers within yourself. You're asking an external like an external thing, something outside of you. So that became a limitation. So you see where I'm going, like these things can start to become limitations and we could go into like every single thing in this world and how it can eventually become a limitation, but we won't go there. But I really wanted to just like cover that because I think that's also really important to note when we're talking about the long-term thing and this is a forever, this is a change of lifestyle and all of that stuff. So what I really wanted to drive home here is really practicing and mastering the art of patience, which really is building your emotional intelligence. And it's like, can you actually sit with A, not knowing when it's going to happen, B, not knowing how potentially it's going to happen, but just sitting with the space and the discomfort of the space. And that's really what 
like when you lack patience, you actually just lack holding, holding the space and holding, you know, that, that time, that amount of time without knowing or without seeing evidence or without seeing results. And you actually just can't handle holding that space. So I really like urge you to look at where potentially you have or where you are feeling like you're making yourself wrong or like you're going into this problem frequency where you're like, okay, it's not happening yet. So like, why? What's the problem? Like where, you know, because that's really quite a lack mindset. You're not sitting in an abundance mindset where you're you're just trusting that you're doing, you're taking all the actions, you're doing all the steps and that it's compounding and it's going to happen. I believe that if you desire something, like it is, you know, available to you, but you have to take those actions. And sometimes you have to take the actions and take the actions and take the actions and take the fucking actions again without having the evidence there that it's working without actually having that, um, yeah, the evidence or the results or the instant gratification come to you. It's like, you actually just have to be patient and know, because you could be at any moment about to receive that thing or achieve that thing. And you, you, you just don't know when that penny will drop. You just don't know when that thing is going to come rushing to you. And your impatience or your lack of emotional intelligence could actually sabotage this for you. You could give up, like that meme that I spoke about before, where he's like just a bit, he was an inch away from the treasure and he gave up. And it's like, don't be the person that lets their emotional intelligence or lack of emotional intelligence get the better of them and give up right when it could be just about to, to all happen for you. So this is your little bit of motivation and my little rant for today. It's not really a rant. It's like, it's, I think I feel like I have written, rant has a negative connotation. It's my little motivational speech I guess and a little kick up the bum of like be fucking patient and you know what like if we're going to use our star signs as cop-outs Sagittarius's are the one of the most impatient star signs yet I am still practicing and building my patience muscle and I am far 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 like worlds away from where I used to be with my patience and I have just noticed how much more neutral I've become in my life the more, more I've built my patience. So that is that. I um, have just enjoyed being back on here. Like, let's make it a regular thing again. I'll try and record a few more episodes. I have a lot to talk about actually at the moment. So uh, yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll post some more of these and I will probably also post that episode that I did with Charles as well, if I can grab it off her. So that will come up in the next couple of weeks. Anyway, I hope you all have the most amazing day and I will chat to you soon. Bye.